Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Having to hold this thing down with mm. Mikey B and PDB and Jack alone, Pierre no. So it's it's good to have someone to make the show almost whole again. Almost. Yes. Almost there. Four-fifths of the way there, right? Baby steps. There you baby go. steps back to the Gio and Jones family. It is my turn to babysit Brian. <laughs> He needs tomorrow off because he's been in charge the last three days. He'll mail this one in and then just stay home altogether tomorrow. I, I should. I got mm-hmm. a late TV night, but uh, it'll be all good. I'll be cheering my horns on. They take on Iowa State tonight. And all my buddies, do they? All my buddies are uh, picking Iowa State to upset yeah, the too. horns. And last time the horns entered Jack Trice Stadium there in Ames, they didn't even score a point. Mm. 24 none, but bogus. That Glad that you're back in the sun. Are you feeling okay? You've been sick under the weather for the last couple of days. Uh, yeah, my sick out is has ended. I just I refuse to work with Randy Cross. <laughs> so uh, I was here, man. You would not, well, you would have to do the updates. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Um, and I just so yeah, I pretended to be sick. No, you know, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Not okay. not tremendous yet. Not back to normal, right. but good enough to come hang out with you today. All right. Um, the doctors have ruled out. I haven't, but they have something catastrophic. All right, and it's not uh, contagious. It's not contagious. Again, I don't think it is. Uh, oh. I think I just have a simple sinus infection-ish okay. thing that's killing my head. Uh, but if it's not that, then I, I can't tell you it's not contagious. Okay, so we well, probably, stay over there. Yeah, you I don't want to pop your a little to your right mm-hmm. just to be sure. I, I will. I'm uh, going to stay over here with uh, Rick Patino. Mm, uh, <laughs> I still may be better company than <laughs> was Rick that Pitino. our That was our Ask the Pros question yesterday, right? And the question was, would he make the weekend or would he last the rest of the week? Mm. And Randy and I lunch? both said, ah, oh, he'll make it to Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. Ah, Monday got here fast. Yes. Uh, we will speak about Coach Patino and all of the fallout from this damning FBI investigation with our good friend John Rothstein, college basketball insider for CBS Sports, fanragsports.com as well. John will join us. To kick off, or to tip off, I should say, to use a basketball pun, <laughs> oh, hour number two of Geo and oh, Jones damn. here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, that middle hour also includes David Ross, he of the world champion Chicago Cubs, and uh, Dancing with the Stars participant or champ. But he win the whole thing. He got close to the end. He Either was shaking way, his booty. He, he got some skills, man. Uh, he will be live in studio. Now he's a broadcaster. 7.40 Eastern this morning. And then at the top of the third hour... Dr. Harry Edwards makes his return. Uh-oh. No idea what the two of you will discuss. Who knows? I, I think we're just going to talk, you know, maybe how history's been kind. You know, it's yeah. been great. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Moving, moving right along. Preparing yeah. my reparations yeah. for, for 8 a.m. Yeah, where my, where my 40 acres of my mule? <laughs> I'm still waiting, no. damn it. I want it. I can give you Biseglia and Pete the mule, but that's the best <laughs> I can do. Or Pete and Mike the mule, however you want to spin it. <laughs> I can give you them. And then Scott Frost, the head coach at UCF for now. 
Yeah. At the moment? We're not talking Nebraska, okay? Uh-huh. We are not talking Nebraska. We're going to talk about that butt whipping they put on Maryland, who yeah. put a butt whipping on my Longhorns at the beginning of the season. They went up to College Park. Is it College Park? I always get it mixed up. It, uh, yes, it's not College, college Station. It's College it's, Park, I know it's Maryland. not College Station, but I always get it mixed up with Penn State. What's Penn State? Happy Valley. Yeah, and State College. And State College, yeah, exactly. Which I have been to once. Uh, So College Park, yeah, they went up there and knocked out their their backup quarterback who had become their starting quarterback, Kasim Hill. So twice now Maryland has lost uh, their quarterback this season, and we'll see where they go from now. But Scott Frost has turned uh, this program at UCF around, so it'll be interesting to discuss those matters with him. We need to have a code word for Nebraska when we talk to Scott, so we can't directly ask, Shmabraska, is that too obvious? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be too too obvious. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mm. You like corn? <laughs> you ever husk corn? Yeah. Yeah, ever? have you ever husked corn? Hmm. You like wearing red. Well, we know he likes wearing red considering he played there. Yeah. He was a hell of a quarterback there. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. How's Tom Osborne doing? It's the last time you chatted with, yeah. with Coach Osborne. Is it Dave Remington? Is that, does that yeah, name ring a bell to you yeah. at all? <laughs> the interim AD, calls? of course. Uh, I think he's the only two-time Outland Trophy winner. Yes, that's uh, true. And he is the interim AD. Now, I believe he runs the foundation for Boomer down in Cincinnati. He, if, if, uh, if Boomer and I were tighter, if Boomer knew my name, I was going to actually ask him this morning if, if Dave had to step down from that job because he is the head of the Boomer Esiason Foundation uh, but now he's the interim AD, and apparently he might want the full-time job, too. Although Trev Albert's name has been linked with this Scott Frost right. like and, mega marriage to come Trev back. Trev has been longtime AD at University of Nebraska-Omaha. Right. And Ever Trev being is, an agent? Wasn't he an agent for a while? I don't recall him being an agent. I know he, he worked with like us. Confusing? He was at ESPN, then he came over to CBS College Sports. Okay. And uh, then he, he, he uh, relinquished those duties and became an AD. Uh, so anyway, that's for next or for hour number three right. with Scott Frost from UCF. Don't Let say us it. talk Don't say about Nebraska college basketball right now. Now, had I been here yesterday, I would not have taken Monday on when will Patino be fired. This one, um, you know, we can talk about extortion and sex on a table in the back of an Italian restaurant. We can talk about strippers and prostitutes and the wiggle with recruits. Yeah. Uh, and you can Tina Powell. I mean, you can even you can distance yourself from this, uh, and t- you can try and tell me that you didn't know that dudes were paying dudes to get younger dudes to come play for your <laughs> basketball program. But when the FBI comes knocking on the door and guys are getting pulled away in handcuffs, um, there is no benefit of the doubt here. I mean, there's just there's no choice for Louisville to do what they did yesterday. Obviously, this is there's some paperwork and some legal no- legal nonsense going on where uh, Patino's on unpaid leave right. while Tom Urich is on paid leave. They both are going to be fired soon, and that'll be a whole other fight. Um, but now we're left with what in the heck happens next for Louisville because they need a head coach, but who wants to coach them when you have no idea the future of this program? Right. Uh, it's not like you go in thinking you're okay, I'll go then at, at the University of Miami, and then the administration there drops the hammer on you, uh, disclosing the fact that they've been under investigation and now they're going to have to play under those under that situation and and unbeknownst to the head coach who took the job at the time uh you know he he has to somehow uh, find a way to sift through all that and and now at Louisville a proud program and I grew up watching the Cardinals uh playing you know the back to the Rodney McCray days and Scooter McCray and I mean they were just uh, never nervous uh never nervous Purvis Ellison and and Milt Wagner and um, they had some great players that came through there, and, and it was uh, just a, an excellent program. Denny Crum 
was able to uh, put together, and and now you have what has happened uh, here two days ago, and this program is in flux at university because they love their basketball as much as they enjoy watching the marvelous Jackson there, uh, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. They love their basketball at, at that school, and now who knows what the future holds? And, and you're correct. Who would want to step into that situation? I would think ideally it had to be someone who is from that area, knows that school, who may, who may have played at that school or coached there previously, and they say, hey, we'll come in and, and we'll tread water with you uh, and and try to navigate the sanctions that, that are undoubtedly going to be handed down against this university. And, and you're right, the, the, they had no choice there but to, to move on without your AD, without Rick Patino, no matter how much good they had done, uh, because they just – one thing after another just kept happening with this with this coach. And and as great a coach as Patino has been, he has just been stepping in it lately from the deal at the Italian restaurant, then being extorted and and, and the Cantina Powell situation. And, and now this. I mean, one after another, he gets a slap on the wrist with the five game suspension. Yeah. And boom. Before that even served, you have this out of nowhere. Now we're not talking about NCAA. We're talking about federal charges that are right. being handed down. And, I mean, it, it's just – it's amazing. I would love to have, just like for a weekend, that kind of power yeah. and sway where the two like severely embarrassing, degrading things that would have cost everyone else their job, relationships, friendships – uh, and he's able to just kind of brush aside. I mean, he was extorted by a woman. Had to go to court and talk about, you know, abortions and sex and restaurant. I mean, it was it was it was embarrassing. And he survived that because no one stopped going to basketball games. Right. And he kept getting players to come in, and they kept winning, and they kept getting to the Final Four. And he sidestepped their recruits and Katina Powell, and I uh, just blanked on the uh, the assistants and it took all the heat for this that he was you know, acting by himself from the petty cash jar to pay for the uh, for these for these escorts. But this and one, this was a member of his staff, too, who he was having this affair with, right? Uh, I believe it was... Uh, was she a secretary? I don't remember now. Member of the staff. I don't remember that part of it. But, I mean, this is... This you can't get out of the way of. And, I mean, I never thought that he was innocent the last time around. But even if you want to believe he's innocent then and now, you can't keep thinking that he's innocent. And they just... this He can't stick around anymore and be the face of this program when there's all of this stuff. I mean, even the, the quote... Um, surrounding this recruit, Brian Bowen. I can't remember his first yes, name. Brian Bowen. Where he's like dumbfounded. Like, I don't even know how we got him. They called us, do you want him? We're like, exactly. yeah, sure. And he's there. <laughs> That's like, so you're either an airhead or you're a cocky, you know what, and you're talking about how you got this kid by, you know, by shady means. Yeah. And and trying to play it off wait, as wait, if wait, he just wait, fell wait. into your lap. I'm Rick Patino, man. I've got this, this incredible uh, record uh, as a basketball coach. And all of a sudden... I'm not aware of a five-star recruit, yeah. and he just somehow, on a whim, lands on my my, my doorstep. Really, mm. who's gonna buy that? You you know every damn good basketball player out there. You know definitely know every five-star basketball player out there. And all of a sudden, this guy just lands in your <laughs> lap, huh? Really? I that fish is four days old. I ain't buying it. Come on, man. Really? Supposed to believe that? Uh, interim President Greg Postal said yesterday, quote, we will be looking for someone with integrity. Uh, good luck in that search. You <laughs> Call me, dog. <laughs> no, this is not a Jones on the phone situation. They didn't call me. Yeah, you can't I help them out. Basketball. Hire me, man. I can, what? I can 
coach basketball? Triangle you, and two, baby. Come on. You, you could recruit. Come on, You man. could work a living room. I could recruit. You could convince a mom to let her son come play for I, you. I could get some better-looking hostesses than Katina <laughs> Powell. So sure. I, I got you covered there. Uh, I get that. There's a new job. Yes. The University of Texas head coach Shaka Smart proud to announce the hiring of Brian Jones as recruit social coordinator. Yes, damn right. Brian will oversee recruits' time on campus. I got Scheduling you. events to learn all about their time in Austin. I got and you, And being dog. a Longhorn. Yes. Come on. Uncle Brian. Mm-hmm. Uncle BJ. That's it. Mm. That's, 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 that's the mm-hmm. new orientation. Uh, two top hundred recruits have already decommitted from Louisville, and they got they want to find somebody in forty eight hours. And we're talking now about guys who have jobs. Uh, right. I saw Tom Crean's name mentioned. Now that makes sense because he doesn't have a job. Uh, and I, other names I've saw who in theory want this job, like Chris Mack and Xavier. Um, I, I can't imagine he leaves a job in September slash and practice starts on Friday or next Friday tomorrow. It starts soon. One of, one of the new, one Pick of, one. One of the upcoming Fridays in the very near future, practice starts. Chris Mack's not leaving Xavier to be the interim coach at Louisville when Louisville might be dead from a basketball sense in, in a couple of months. So Crean makes sense. That Mata makes sense. Anybody who doesn't have a job right now right. makes sense. So I guess you do make sense. Um, <laughs> I have a job, man. And, oh. Okay, listen, if in theory you could coach a basketball coach. team, you should get the heck out of here and go do it. I should do it. Yeah. But I'd have to start at the bottom. But this is going to be the bottom for Louisville. This is going to be the, the bottom. bottom. Yeah. Listen there, man. I'm just going to roll the ball out there and y'all do what you do, okay? Now, the next Until question, stop. The, the more intriguing one to me is where does Rick Patino go? Because I can't. <laughs> what? Well, no. Here, now, he's going to get some kind. I can't imagine he doesn't get a show cause penalty from, from the NCAA. So he's not coaching college basketball again. But does he, uh-huh. does he want to go somewhere else where there's basketball, where guys can legally get paid to play it and be on his team? Does he want to coach That's there? That's true. Now, his record, I don't recall, but it wasn't too stellar at the NBA level, was it? No. So that's the reason why he, he transitioned no. back to, Maccotti, no. yeah, to the, uh, the college game. Yeah, so uh, I think that's the only option at this point it is going to be the the pro game and, and maybe coaches in the D League. I don't know if that his <laughs> I don't ego think he's going to coach the Lake Erie Blue Claws. His ego can take yeah. that or or maybe goes across the pond and, and coaches the uh, European League. But uh, college is definitely out of the question at this point. Maybe he can replace uh, David Blatt at, at what's that called? Philly Oclacus. What's that the, the team that David Blatt coaches? That oh, that's always... right. Uh, Dasa a fuck a do. There you go. Dar- it just rolled off his tongue. <laughs> How about that? Dar- a fuck a That's all he's got. Dar- a fuck a It's Dar- a fuck a Man, that's, that just sounds so good. Oh, you you sent me down the the G League. Don't forget, it's the G League. Oh, it's the now. G League now. Gatorade. It's brought to you by right. Gatorade. Darius Afakadoge. I'm I'm down the rabbit hole trying to find the best team for Rick Pitino to coach. Darius Afakadoge. No, no, no. He could call the David Blatt and say, "Hey, man, what what was it like over there in Turkey?" And he can get him a job over in the European League. Come on. Doge. Oh, this is obvious. Doge. He should coach the Agua Caliente Clippers. Agua Caliente Clippers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Some hot water. Or the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Okay. Cool. What else could there that's be? That's not far from Louisville. No. no there's a lot of there's a lot of G League teams now. Good for them. The Wisconsin Herd. He could Wisconsin the, Herd. Coach the Westchester Knicks, and he could put you on your staff, and he could you could learn from him. 
and then build for the next time there's a scandal. Westchester? And teams need a head coach. Then what's, you can get what's that What's the job. team at Westchester? The Westchester Knicks. There's the oh, uh, Sioux okay. Falls Sky Force. That's right. Oh, the Sioux. Yeah, Mikey B. So much for that. He can say there's the Faka Doge. Yeah. But he can't say Sioux. He knows places Sioux in Falls. Turkey yeah. better than he knows Sioux. in America. BJ's going to be on it. Sayoks Falls. Sayoks Falls. Yeah. But Darius Safaka Doge rose right off the tongue. I had forgotten about You're that. You're a bad American, dude. You know that? You are a horrible American. True. Yeah, you should move. <laughs> Thinking about you it. Should leave. I've been hearing that a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the uh, extradition process is to Turkey, but... You could go there and escape all your troubles from here. Erdogan, we're sending you one of ours. A five five two one two four CBS. A five five two one two four two two seven. There's so much more to get to on this Patino Louisville NCAA front. Uh, there is also the nasty life of Larry Izzo, longtime hardworking NFL player, now coaching, and in both places. Just grossing dudes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will do that, plus a Brad Heller update when we come back on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, but let's talk about this. You may not be an athlete, but I still know that pain for anybody is a real bummer, regardless of your vocation or age. Know this. Relief factors not just for athletes or retired athletes like me. The first time I'm ever endorsing a pain reliever that is 100% drug-free. First time I'm ever endorsing a pain reliever, period. And it helps that it's 100% drug-free, and that's so important. And no, just because I'm a retired football player with aches and pains that, quite frankly, I deserve because of what I put my body through doesn't mean that you can't lower or even eliminate your pain as well. I had some pain in the elbow. I've been telling you about that. I don't know where the heck that pain came from, but I know this. It is gone. You may have back, neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot pain. All that good stuff. You can't even go through a walk without pain. You can't sleep through the night without pain. Golfing, playing tennis, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Still, that pain exists. The good news is Relief Factor makes available a three-week quick start for only $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Go to relieffactor.com and order it today. Relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's 800 500 8384. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Bogish in for Gio. Brian Jones is here. Mm-hmm. Mikey B is here. Katie B is here. And Brad Heller is here sporting his uh, Syracuse hat. I'm sure Brad is angry that I've been sick the last couple of days. So that means more work for him. So That's more money. Can't I, be angry. It is not more money? No. Nope. Oh, well, I'd be good, angry. Good, good thought. Yeah, yeah, I'd be I, upset. I wrote up, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you're feeling better, Andrew. Thank Welcome you. Welcome back. Thank you, Brad. Uh. I appreciate that. I wrote it down, so I would. That's smart. <laughs> you smart. You read it, though, like you didn't uh, write it. it it's heartfelt, no, right? You know. Sounded genuine. Mm. Trained in, trained in, um. You know, being conversational with your writing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's update time. Uh, and then crazy, dirty, scary Larry yeah. Izzo. Well, we have Brad. to do that story. Yeah. All right, guys. Anthony Rizzo and the Cubs, NL Central champs for the second year in a row, beating the Cardinals in St. Louis last night 5-1. I'll tell you what, this doesn't get old. Uh, the long, long journey to win this division. It's a hard division. It's good teams. And uh, 
We came out on top. It's awesome. And meanwhile, the Twins also clinched a playoff spot, even though they lost to the Indians in Cleveland 4-2. to They got help from the White Sox, who beat the Angels in 10 innings 6-4. to Paul Molitor's club, the first team ever to make the postseason after losing 100 games the previous season. I'm extremely proud. Uh, a lot of things have transpired since I took over three years ago. And uh, to watch the development each and every year, watching these guys come along. There was something special about this group. You could start to feel it over the course of the season. Molitor, courtesy of Fox Sports North, they can hear the celebration there in the Twins clubhouse. Now it's looking more and more like it'll be the Twins and the Yankees in the wild card game next Tuesday in New York. Yankees beat the Rays 6-1 to last night, but the Red Sox also had a big game. 2-2 delivery. Swung on and hit well to left center. Way back it goes. A three-run home run. Xander Bogarts. And the Red Sox lead it 9-4. to Tim Never with the call. Red Sox radio network. 10-7 Red Sox over the Blue Jays at Fenway, so Boston's magic number to clinch is down to two. Major League Baseball owners unanimously approve the sale of the Marlins to a group led by Derek Jeter and Florida businessman Bruce Sherman. Rick Pitino's lawyers say the information in the FBI's investigation is clearly insufficient to implicate their client. But Louisville still put Pitino on administrative leave yesterday without pay. Allegations of corruption and fraud in recruiting. Athletic Director Tom Jurich was also put on leave with pay. And the Cavaliers officially signed Dwayne Wade to a one-year deal. Let's just say LeBron's fired up about it. It's kind of like when you start school and... Uh... You know, you walk into the classroom, you're not quite sure who your classmates is, and when you walk in there, one of your best friends is in there, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a good class. And that's exactly how I feel walking into the studio and seeing you two here today. Oh, well, he may be your friend. I'm not. And I didn't write that down. That was right. That's just <laughs> oh, okay. totally. Yeah, you went overboard now. Get All your right. ass out of here. What's that on your shirt, dog? Who is that? It oh, is the is Montgomery, that Montgomery Biscuits. Biscuits. Yes. Right. Yes. How do you know about them? I love the Montgomery Biscuits. Really? I used to go on the show down there all the time, and they would send me, they, the owner of the minor league team there, the, the Biscuits, sent me some paraphernalia. Is this not one of the better that mascots? That is so cool, yeah. I mean, just a is, biscuit with a smile and, like, flappy uh, arms. I know, I mean, it's, it's making me hungry. Totally. Let me throw a sausage and bacon and an egg on it and some strawberry jam. Is that what I'm going to get you when Syracuse pulls off the upset of NC State? Yes, okay. there you go. Boom. Done. That's right. Done. Biscuits. <laughs> we got it on tape. <laughs> Uh, is that my turn, phone? You want to turn off your phone, dog? Oh, you. it's my computer. Aha! Ah, I'm like touching it. My fault. The culprit. Yes, you've uh, you've been so out of, quick to blame you. You've been at. Well, I apologize. It's going around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you've been out of. Don't action forget that Doctor Harry Edwards would join us. <laughs> oh yeah. Start out y'all can three. just lay out on that one, okay? <laughs> take take the segment off. All right, y'all, y'all, y'all good. I was already planning that. Yeah, cool. Get my biscuit at that point. That's gonna be the black hour, <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna just do the whole thing kneeling. You guys talk. Oh no, no, no! I'll I be in the corner. It. I won't be able to get back up. Well, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna kneel on both knees. There you go. There's a new wrinkle, thanks yeah, to Ray Lewis, that, that, we can discuss that, in just a few seconds. But uh, how about Larry Izzo? Uh, now, before we, get to the, before we get to the gross stuff, uh, Larry is a football player. He's a madman. I mean, that's he like never was a, a starter, never was a top end guy. Was out there doing just straight playing football, hard ass, long hair, crazy. Um, and now we're finding out just how crazy he is. Um, Brandon Merriweather of the Patriots was uh, on with our friends Toucher and Rich up in Boston recently, and uh, talked about Larry when he was asked who was the grossest teammate he ever had. Um, and apparently, Brandon has 
decided Larry Uzo is because Larry used to take his breakfast into the bathroom. Gross. And eat it uh, while while doing his business Mm. in the bathroom. Uh, I guess that's in and out immediately. I I, I appreciate the efficiency. Yeah, that, that'll keep you lean, right? Well, in the time management, you know, like you're you're a busy guy, yeah, and you got to combine tasks. Yeah, uh, and you got to multitask. Yeah, that gives a whole new meaning to multitasking, right there. Yeah. Uh. This reminded me though of an interesting conversation, not even a, a quick exchange that Mike and I kind of had. I don't think I actually responded to Mike because I didn't want to embarrass myself. But Mike one time was complaining about somebody blowing their nose while being in the stall in the bathroom. Okay, as if you shouldn't be doing. That while you're doing that, you're looking confused. You definitely like I can't believe I guys blow their me. nose in the bathroom like while they're on the toilet. Oh, I and you maybe thought that was, was gross because I, I don't know what you thought was going on in there. But I always do that in the bathroom. Blow your nose? Yeah, it's like uh, again, I'm sitting there, I'm focused on getting everything out that can come out, and I get the, you know the nose going and everything like that. Well, so if you need to blow your nose, blow your nose. Now I wouldn't eat in the bathroom. Oh no! But I watch things on my iPad in the bathroom. Okay, that's different than ingesting something while you're trying to extricate something. Uh, That just, doesn't that, that would ruin the meal for me. I think it would ruin the meal for most people, wouldn't it? It would ruin everything else. Like The stench? You got this great aroma that's emanating from whatever food it is you're about to partake in, and yet you have this, this vile stench that's emanating from below Nah, the two don't mix. Well, I'd go in the even in the other direction. Um, like that's that's an important time for me as well. Like that's that you're in there. Sometimes doing your business is a very liberating feeling, and I don't want to be in there all uncomfortable, balancing a plate on my knees, shoveling my scrambled eggs in. Yeah, like it just doesn't. Like I I need comfort. That's my and library. Relaxed. Yes, yeah. that's my quiet time. That's like that's my man cave. That's sick, nasty, baby. Yeah, there you go. Sometimes yeah. I walk out of there. I'm like, that. Good job, Andrew. Like that. Like now you're ready for the day. Woo-hoo. There you go. Five pounds lighter. There we go. And, mm-hmm. we're, and I, but eating just that. I don't, yeah, uh, I don't get that. My man is gross. And then he had this other incident where I've had a teammate do this. Now but this he, is funny. He <laughs> this somehow, I'd sign up for. Mm, and number two. Some, uh, yeah, I was going to get there, but somehow indiscriminately yeah. did number two on the sideline? Yeah. Wow. And and no one was aware of it. I mean, that's it's, it's just amazing how you do that, and you don't get a whiff of this, you, you know, huddle with him uh, before you go out and on the field or you're sitting next to him on the sideline. Like Maybe the aroma from all the concessions in the stadium were able to mask that. I don't get it. I, I think I would have uh, been on to it. Like, dude, what'd you do? What happened? Yeah, right? Number two. That's what he did. Yeah, he took a he, ninja-esque, did it on the sideline. That is gross. No one knew it happened. And he got, apparently got a game ball for it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's pretty I, I amazing. Mean, I mean, get back to Coach Belichick. Uh, I think we need to give Larry a game ball. I mean, you should, <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cole, do it. he was able to do this and then go out there on the field and do that. I think he deserves a game ball. Yeah. What you think? Okay, uh, let's give him one. Now, speaking of sexy, uh, the NFL is bringing sexy back. Uh, Justin Timberlake is close to, <laughs> thank you, uh, agreeing to perform at halftime of Sweet. the Super Bowl. This Love coming me some one. JT. 
February in Minnesota. Yep. That's this one, yep. right? Yep. Hell of a performer. Yes. Damn good. I actually saw him this weekend. There's a big concert Sunday. I, I mean, I saw him on TV. There's a big concert Sunday in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. Uh, organized by Pharrell and Dave Matthews Band. Cool. Pharrell's from Virginia. Dave Matthews Band was formed in Charlottesville, and they had a, oh, a really? concert that raised money oh. in the wake of everything that, that horrible oh, that's happened there. Those fine people that were there. Yeah. Uh, and Justin Timberlake mm. was part uh, was part of oh, the show and did a heck of a job. Great. Well, he always does. He, yeah. He's tremendous. But what bothered me going back to the, the Super Bowl with the wardrobe malfunctions that Janet Jackson caught more heat than he did, and he's the one that revealed her areola. He's the one that pulled the the breastplate off. Well, it shouldn't have been there. What shouldn't have been there? Her areola. What do you mean her areola shouldn't have been there? It was covered. <laughs> shouldn't have been there. He pulls it off, and yet she catches more grief than he did. That's the only negative I have about He was just following him. orders. Brian. Oh, he was following orders. Yeah. Okay, accost this woman on the stage, and you'll be fine, but we'll he blame it on her. her. You think she knew what was going on? No, you think she freed the nipple without her. Without her. No, okay? I don't believe she, she. She knew what was going on. She didn't know oh, he was gonna is, pull that apart. This is a whole new take. You thought that she was an innocent victim in that? Did she say, Justin, please take my breastplate off? Why did her breastplate come off so perfectly? Well, maybe it's loose breastplate. So you mean why did it come off so perfectly? You think that he? You just, think they practiced that? I, I think it. Let's was, say they did practice. Let's say she was aware. Why didn't he catch as much grief as she did? Well, I, that that question I can't answer. But I, I am I the only one that's never heard this theory before that he just did this on his own and embarrassed her? I've it, even if he hadn't done it on his own, even if she was in cahoots, yeah. why did he not feel the pain, the brunt of the blowback as much as she did? Yeah, that one I don't. That one I don't know. But I'm just still stuck on her being an innocent victim, and all of a sudden her. Boob was hanging so out. So th- they were in cahoots. Hey, I want you to pull this off, and we're going to show my, yeah. my nipple to uh, all of America. I was the only one. I was at a big... We're going to ruin ch- children's lives. <laughs> Ooh, I saw her. Oh, my child is going to be traumatized forever. I was uh, I was in college when that happened, and I was I watching wasn't. with a lot of people, and I was the only one that noticed it. Well, of course you were, because I didn't notice it either. I, very few people did notice it live. Yeah. What about the children? Uh, only you noticed it. Like, go figure. <laughs> was that yeah. a... I actually called my roommate because he was not there. I was like, did you see that? He's like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> that was her boob. Well, he can come back, but Janet can't. <laughs> I think Janet's been okay since then, no? She's done done pretty well yeah, for Yeah, I think she's all right. But still, she's, she's not invited back, but my man JT is. Well, she can do it separately. They can't work together again. Oh, We're not that, that forgiving. Oh, they haven't, they never, can't trust them to that extent. They never, ever extended an offer for her to come and perform again. No. It was all her fault. Yeah, that's it. It's, right. And it's been long enough. The statute of limitations has run think? out. Yeah. That's why he can come back. So maybe she'll do it next year. Uh, How old is she, by the way? Does uh, she still perform? 51. 51. I don't know if she still performs. She hasn't done anything in a while. She's married to some billionaire or something. I think they just split. And didn't, Who knows? didn't she have a baby? She just had a baby, yeah. Had a baby, too. Everyone's having babies. Where you been? Kardashians, man. I We're saw gonna, that. The Kardashians by themselves are going to rid the world of racism. I, I was, all these black babies. My, uh, all for it. Keep up the good work, Kardashians. It was my dad's birthday Sunday. <laughs> so Saturday we went to lunch with my family, and we're sitting at the table eating, and I guess my dad read this in the newspaper. So he's like, oh, how about Kylie Jenner having a kid? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. And my mom goes, 
is Tiger the dad? I'm like, why do either <laughs> one of you know these things? You are adults. I'm like, why are you right? wasting brain space on any of them? But then even knowing that Tiger could be the dad, and then my mom starts going on the whole thing how he used to, you know, that he what that Tiger used to date Black China, and now Black China's dating Rob. I'm like, you need to go home and make a list of hobbies, and then we're going to figure out which two or three you're actually going to pursue. Because I don't need you knowing the inner workings of the Kardashian like love pentagons going on now. Because <laughs> they've gone past triangles. This is ridiculous. Oh, wow. Well, Keep good up the good work, Yes, Kardashians. I don't know what Brian's talking yes. about, but yes. Yay good work. Another thing we need to talk with uh, Harry Edwards about at 8 a.m. Eastern here. What, the Kardashians? Uh, well, you think they're doing something good for black babies, right? Isn't that what you just said? They're doing something good for the world, oh, man. For the world, okay. Yes. Well, there we, we go. We won't know what the hell anything is. I'm just going to sit That's there. what I want. I am not. I don't understand what's going on these days. <laughs> I'm just going to listen. Hey, I have no I'm idea what the hell Ray Lewis is saying. Oh, my goodness. I'm so mad at Mike that this is on the show today because my Ray Lewis boycott had to end. That's next on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And Andrew Bogish in for Geo. John Rothstein joins us top of the hour to discuss all of the latest bad news from college basketball. Former Cub David Ross, Dr. Harry Edwards, and UCF football coach Scott Frost on the show as well. You can join us at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So one of my personal causes recently uh, has been ignoring at every turn <laughs> Ray Aloysius Lewis III, whatever his full name is. I, I am over. Never really was under Ray Lewis, but I am completely over him. I don't care what he thinks, what he knows, what he says. But he keeps saying things that we have to discuss, partly because I don't really know what he's saying. I've now watched him from Tuesday night on Inside the NFL, and then I guess yesterday morning on First Things First on FS1, explaining why he, I guess, double-kneeled on both knees on Sunday in London, arms locked with the current Raven players. And I, I, I kind of understand what he was doing, but it takes a really long time to get an understanding because Ray's just bat you-know-what crazy, and he's got <laughs> no idea, and he just lets it rip, and every once in a while he stumbles on a complete thought. Uh, I don't understand his, his complete thoughts because I can't <laughs> understand his incomplete sentences. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, and he, he's trying to explain, as you just mentioned, uh, it's explain away why he was kneeling. I wasn't kneeling in protest because he's been one of the critics of Colin Kaepernick and the manner in which he started his protest over a year ago. And, and now here he is on both knees and he said he was praying. Okay. Obviously he wasn't praying for a, a stellar performance of the Ravens because they got their arses whipped 44 to seven. My brother, it wasn't even about you. And, and then he admonishes Shannon Sharp who I mean, calls him out and he says, you have my number. Call me. Well, you're the same dude that said I'm talking man to man to Joe Flacco, but you put it out there for the whole world to see. Really? The hypocrisy. There's been hypocrisy uh, across the board with this dude. I mean, it, it, it is just, it's hilarious. It's been a hypocrisy with this whole subject because you got a guy in the damn White House who disrespects a gold star f- father and family. He, he disrespects a war hero in John McCain, but yet he tells others, 
that you're disrespecting the military. Really? And then you got these yahoos who voted for this cat who disrespected the Gold Star family and John McCain, a true war hero. They're telling athletes you're disrespecting the flag in the military. Really? And you voted for a cat that did the exact damn thing that you're now admonishing the players for doing, which they're not doing. Ray Lewis is mad at Shannon Sharp as if Shannon Sharp said Ray Lewis was part of a murder a few years ago in Atlanta. I mean, the dude, he was angry on TV that Shannon Sharp called him out. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, just call me Shannon. I mean, Ray, calm it down. And a little advice if you are so opposed to kneeling on one knee during the anthem, <laughs> going down to two, there's not an ocean between these two knees, my man. All right? I mean, you're on your knee, whether it's one or two or like a half or like three, you're kneeling during the anthem. And if you want to argue semantics and go, my mouth was moving, I was praying. You're kneeling. You should be, if you were, you should have been hanging from like the spider cam above the field to show how much you are opposed to kneeling during the anthem, not taking an extra knee and then being appalled when people say you were kneeling because you were kneeling during the <laughs> anthem. So, I mean, it's, it's under his argument, if Colin Kaepernick was yelling praise be to Jesus while he was kneeling, then there wouldn't be a problem. I mean, come on, Ray Lewis. Well, that's a good uh, fallback, right? This wasn't about protests and nothing like this. This was about me and Jesus. That's what this well, was about. that's what he said. And we, we are not permitted to play the audio for you. And I'm not Geo, so I can't do a great Ray Lewis impersonation. <laughs> but this is a quote explaining what he was doing and the, on, F, on FS1 yesterday. He said, I looked at these young babies, <laughs> meaning the Raven players who are adults, they're confused. They didn't know what to do. Do I kneel? Do I stand? Do we lock arms? Do we hold hands? I looked at these young babies and I said, <laughs> I got to do something that only God okay. would understand. Yeah. And then he's and then he referenced, what would Jesus do? Like he's got a wristband on. That's WWJD. <laughs> what should I do? And he decided he should kneel on two knees because that's clearly not one knee and pray and everything will be okay. Yeah. And can we please? Uh. And I know he's actually in our family now. Theoretically, on Showtime, on the NFL, but can we please just stop including this man in these conversations? He has proven time and time again that he does not have any standing to be put into these important conversations. And I don't even mean that I do, but this is a guy who was in the middle, again, of a murder investigation, played his entire NFL career, was a phenomenal football player. There is no debating that. He's an all-timer tougher than I could ever imagine being. But now, since then, he's all over the place. As you said, he's hypocritical, inconsistent, and for the most part, he's talking nonsense. And I don't mean that from like a religious standpoint. His faith is his faith, and, and, I, and I wish I believed in anything as strongly as he believes in God and God's role in his life. But when he talks, I don't know what he's saying. I have no idea what he's saying. Even, That's the problem. And, and I know Ray Lewis does a ton of good work in the community. He gives back a lot. And, and, and so I, I can't uh, deride him for that. But the, the rest of it, it, it's a mixed bag because you have no idea what the hell he's saying. His excuse the other night on Inside College Football, I'm, I'm still confused. And, and, and I read it and tried to understand it, and it's just mumbo-jumbo. It, it had no rhyme or reason to nope. it. He, he was deflecting and, and, and making excuses, and it made no sense whatsoever. And we've come to expect that from him uh, in his ramblings. As, you know, even on the, the when he's talking football, I don't 
I have no idea what Ray's talking about when he's trying to break down these games. <laughs> Ray, you're one of the best ever at middle linebacker position. You're a Hall of Famer, man. You're going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, and and yet, I have no idea what you're saying. No, and in particular, in this conversation, let us not forget the role he has played in the Colin Kaepernick narrative. He once suggested the Colin should get a haircut if he wants to get himself back into the NFL. Right, right. And then, whether it's right or wrong or the truth or reality – and apparently this is basically his story was correct, but sharing publicly the story of Colin Kaepernick and his girlfriend and it angering Steve Bashotti with the Instagram post, and that's why they didn't sign him. You know, sharing that from his apparent, you know, what you would think would be his confidential role as a Ravens advisor, putting that out there to scapegoat somebody else for Kaepernick not having a job. I mean, he just he's he's should be out of this conversation. He's too deep into it, and he's gone in too different too many different directions with it. I don't want to know anything more about Ray Lewis and protesting players and Colin Kaepernick. Enough's enough. And then we get to SI, who makes oh. this great. Well, I, let, I just want to put a bow on this this, yeah. this Ray Lewis story because now you have people who are protesting his statue, and it's let's talk hypocrisy again. People protesting his statue. I guess there was a petition over thirty-five thousand oh, yeah. signatures. I'm going to sign that. Yeah, thirty-five. You, you want his statue pulled down as well? Yeah, I mean, it should, no, for, you don't. For, not for the reason that these folks right. wanted to be Cause, pulled cause down. Because these are the same folks Just who pull it down. <laughs> these are the same folks that wrapped their arms around the Confederate statue, right? Yeah, I'm only, they're the same ones. They want to hold on to these statues that sim- symbolize terrorism. Common ground. And, 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 and yet, Ray Lewis, his statue has to come down because he was down on both these. Don't me paint me with a broad brush, oh, Brian. God. I have my own reasons. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I understand you have your own reasons, but these other jokers out there, uh, keep that Confederate statue because that's heritage, not hate. Yeah, bull dookie. Anyway, you're right. Now you got this bull dookie SI cover with all these guys, interlocked arms. You got Steph Curry. You got Roger Goodell, who just joined the party. And and you have others. I mean, did he really? Right. Yeah, uh, he was forced into it. Yeah. And and then you have all these other folks uh, out there on this cover that have been uh, instrumental here of late. Uh, Candace Parker with the, the L.A. Sparks, a WNBA fame and University of Tennessee fame, uh, doing her thing. Welcome. But how about the guy who set all this in motion? Can, yeah. we, can we put him on the cover? Can we at least have him join in with these others that uh, you, you, you choose to highlight, S.I.? I, you go all, to all this work photoshopping these dudes together, arm in arm. It's, I guess, you know, from a technical standpoint, it's a pretty impressive cover. And there's no Colin Kaepernick. And Steph Curry has been very vociferous over the last 36 hours. Uh, first writing boo. I'm trying to get all the O's in on an Instagram <laughs> post. Uh, and then speaking about it yesterday as training camp begins for the Warriors, uh, how disappointed he is. And I think he used the word terrible that Kaepernick is not on there. I mean, he is the patron saint of this. This Thank is you. all started with him. Uh, and and then you mix in the fact that Goodell is front and center, which is nonsensical. Even if Kaepernick was next to him, Goodell's got no place on that right. cover. But now he's there and Kaepernick is not. I, I just, I, I don't I, I have don't get no it. idea. When they sent this to the editor to approve, uh, did he say what? Well, isn't there somebody missing from this photo? You know, uh, isn't there someone who who initially started all this? Uh, why is he not included? Yeah, that's always my first thought when when a company does anything stupid, like makes a racially insensitive or a sexist. You know, when football teams do like football for girls, one hundred and one, everything is pink, and girls are like I understand football. You don't need to patronize me. There are so many people involved in these decisions. You'd think one of them would go. 
um, I'm pretty sure this is mean to Asians or women aren't going to like this or are we really going to publish a cover about the protests <laughs> yeah. that doesn't have Colin Kaepernick? Are we okay? With, everyone sees that there's no Colin Kaepernick. Like, it wasn't like just some dude in Photoshop and he goes, print, and there's the magazine. There's about 10 people involved in this and none of them thought we should probably have Colin on this bad boy. Hmm. Let's see. We're going to have the Super Bowl winning team on the cover. No, no Tom Brady. He had yeah. nothing to do with it, right? He had nothing to do with the comeback. <laughs> nothing. Why show him? Huh? <sighs> Go figure. I'm trying to figure. No, don't. You're going to hurt yourself. Uh, there's a lot to figure out still with college basketball. The web of corruption is only going to grow. John Rothstein, college basketball insider for CBS Sports, kicks off Hour 2, Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.